0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I am Mike with me is Josh and Justin. The Hounds got another point on the road against the Steel this weekend. We'll talk about it and a uh, curious trend that's been happening over the last 14 games. Let's
1: go. I think that's a great question. Now we gotta get into the nitty
2: gritty.
0: What's up, you April
1: Fools? Uh, uh, yeah. So you're gonna put like uh, a different intro in for April Fool's? <laughs> no, like, absolutely just, not. It has nothing but like, uh, you just make it like a five minute long ramble from Coach yeah. for one of the interviews we had with him. <laughs> See how many people we
0: lose in the first thirty <laughs> seconds of the show? No. <laughs> I was like, nope, no, no they'll all be riveted. Yep, that's why. <laughs> The number of times today that I saw a piece of news or like a video and I was like, oh, that looks so cool, and it took me like thirty seconds to realize that it was Neighbor Fool's prank. I was like, "I'm such an idiot!" Like, <laughs> somebody did a review of like a Pixel Four leak, and they're like, "This is legit! Like, this is the thing!" And I was like, "This guy's reputable. This has got to be it!" And then after I saw, I was like, "This is not it. It's this is ridiculous." I like
2: I like the Tom Brady retiring news today. Like, oh, there was there, I
0: I totally missed that. Yes. Oh yeah, oh. He, he
2: tweeted out that he's retiring, and then he was like, "Was that a good joke or was that a bad joke?" <sighs>
1: He needs to Everyone had the confetti and... going and you know, all that stuff and.
2: <laughs> uh, Justin, what's going on, man? Not not too much, not too much. You know, and I'm loving that. You know, soccer season's back back in back in the swing of things at least. Pulling double
0: duty, watching some Union, talking some Union, Union. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's been fun. Been fun. Been a new experience.
0: Yeah, well, good. Josh, what's been going on with you this weekend?
1: Uh, not a lot. I uh, actually went to go see a concert uh last week, which was pretty sweet. The Interrupters. It's like a ska punk band. That was a lot of fun. need to go to more concerts. Yeah. I can't tell you the
0: last concert. I, like, again, I'm at that point where, like, my kids are finally at the age where I can start doing stuff again. Like, there's this period where, like, you, j- you can't do anything. And so, like, we're just starting to go to movies because they can all sort of go to the same movies and it's not Frozen um so like what like my wife is gonna be out of town this weekend and my youngest is really into shazam so shazam comes out this weekend so i was like maybe we'll try to go see shazam so um yeah i don't i don't get out much (sighs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) i need like the sad trombone Uh, Speaking of sad trombones, so guys... uh, That was great. No, 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 let's not go there. (laughs) It's fine. Well, okay, so, okay, let's... let's Hounds drew 2-2 against Beth Steele. I think I felt very strongly one way as this game was wrapping up. Um, And I think, you know, one of the things that we've talked about on the show is that doing this show a few days after the game, it allows us time to cool down and have perspective, which is the opposite of the full 90. So I can't wait for there to be home games so that we can get on the full 90. you be like, this was terrible and just like (laughs) let that out. And then like you sort of like let it simmer. The positive thing is that the hounds went on the road and they got a point. And I know we're going to spend a lot of time tonight talking about how they got that point and how it looked and what we might have to change and do to you know hopefully get more points in the future. But my question for both of you is this, and I, I posted this in in our chat. how many games is it before it's no longer too soon to worry? because we're three games in and part of me keeps going, okay, you know we got two points out of three games. It's not great. it's early in the season. the guys don't look very good, but it's still too soon to worry. How many games in is it no longer too soon to worry, Josh? Where do you where do you stand on this?
1: I okay. So honestly, I reject the premise that it's okay. Skip that there's Justin. How yeah. soon? Uh, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't even care.
2: <laughs> I mean, so I think this might shock josh uh based on our conversation on our chat you know after the game and and whatever i mean 15 17 something like that i think by the time you get to the middle of the season then you start to have a clear picture of the playoff implications of games and and all of that kind of stuff and i don't i honestly just don't think it matters that much until then i mean i think Last year, middle of the season, we were looking at six through 11 or four through 11 in the East we were within five points or something like that. And so I look at that and go, okay, well, we'll wait till then until I'm worried about the implications of the games of the season. So no, I'm not worried about the implications of these games and what's happening. I'm more worried. And like, I think we said, like how we got that point, but I'm not worried about the point itself.
1: All right, so Josh, why did you reject the question in the first place? I'm not seeing reasons to worry even. like, I, I know you're asking like how long until you have to start worrying, but I don't even know if I would be worried if we were at that point, if that makes any sense. So like for example, though, I will say like I usually – there's a reason why we usually say don't look at the table until you're 10 games in mm-hmm. is because it doesn't really mean anything until you're 10 games in because there's not enough data there to really – collect any cohesive thoughts that are actually meaningful. So, 3 games in, eh, not much there yet, but if we're 10 games in, we can kind of start seeing like some true trends and true habits and not just one-offs and, you know, mistakes here or there. We can actually see if they're they're trending. So, I, I 10 games in would be my, you know, answer if you made me answer, but I would say that I don't even think we're having two points out of 3 games all being away doesn't make me worry i know it's kind of weird the way we got them but well one scoring goals that was a our big concern and we're scoring goals so i'm not as concerned about that we haven't had any lily specials or anything like that um and then two it's it feels like the defensive errors we've had are ones that are definitely fixable and i don't think they're burn everything down and rebuild like defensive airs. that's fair um yeah i uh,
0: yeah i don't know i, I guess it's just I, I don't know i don't know i i there your answer yeah yeah that's my that's my answer i don't know i really don't know um i i, I think that i agree with both of you in the sense that you could be a dumpster fire of a team until you're almost halfway through the season and still turn around, make the playoffs. And then if you're if you're firing at all cylinders, going to the playoffs, even if you're the eighth seed, like look out, because you can you can do some damage. So I, I'm three games does not a season make. I think after this game, what I was more concerned about, and, and again we were sort of talking about this in chat, is that typically when we sit and watch a game, one of the things that I try to do is analyze what I think the hounds are trying to do try to see if there's hints of a specific game plan or um you know how we might be shifting formations or, or, or what is going through the guy's heads potentially and we don't know but you can just sort of sit and watch and try to deduce it and I couldn't get anything out of this game it just felt like straight chaos for a while it felt like we were trying to get the ball to James when we were in the first half and he was attacking down the left side because it seemed like there were never times we just we would switch the ball all the way across deliberately to him and he was firing crosses in and in fairness that's how we got our first goal was he sort of took mm-hmm. the ball and he, he ripped it across and and you know kudos to Kerr on getting his first for the season Um but beyond that it just felt very chaotic and very reactive and um and I just could not get a sense of what we were actually trying to accomplish other than just sort of go out and play so um I think that's where I was sort of more concerned is I'm happy with the point on the road and I think Kevin posed the question way in the offseason saying you know okay after these four I think it was the first four games he said how many points do you think we'd have and I think I said I would have been happy I'd be happy with six which if we come away from Louisville with three, we'll be at five. Um, And we'll talk about Louisville here in a minute. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Josh, it sounds like you're just like, it's cool. Justin, I know we talked a little bit. Are you at all concerned at least about what you saw on the field in terms of progression or lack of progression or anything like that?
2: Um, I think, I mean, I think, If you talk about feeling and the way I felt watching the game, I mean, I turned to Laura Ellen in the 70th minute-ish, and I just said to her, like, the difference between last year and this year is, like, even in the 70th minute, down a goal, I felt like there was a chance. Like, I felt like we just... We had a chance to, like, overcome that. We had a chance... And it was just fun. Like, it was just fun watching games. I feel like in the first three, I haven't had fun watching a Riverhounds game. Now, that, I mean put that aside i mean put that aside from the feelings of the the watch party i mean the watch party was fun and like <laughs> you know like i was having fun with people but like i the soccer part of me was not having fun watching the games and i so i think that i think that speaks to you, to what you're saying i didn't feel like there was i don't feel like we're making progression this season i don't feel like 3 games in we look i mean i think we look better but i don't think we look Way better than what we did in the first game of the season. And I don't see the, I don't feel like I, like you said, I don't feel like I see the tactical awareness or tactical. I don't, I don't feel like I know what we're trying to do on the field yet. Um, other than, other than what you said, I think we played through James a lot. Um, but I'm not sure that you want your entire offense going through your left back. So that, I mean, that's, that's a concern to me. But I feel like, um, I mean, I feel like we're getting closer, but I want to see bigger strides at this point, I think.
0: Yeah. I feel like James was a bit of a lightning rod, just sort of on Twitter and everybody who's been talking about the game since then. Um, Logan on Twitter said, you know, Ryan James's woes and the fact that Lily's yet to play any other defenders other than Greenspan, Toby, James, and Dover. I'm not as concerned about the that back four being the same for the first three games, but There does seem to be something, and I don't know if it's that we're asking too much of James, um, you know, trying to get him so far up in the attack that when he comes back to defend that he's just exposed, but both of the goals were sort of from him trying to catch up and then the center back scrambling. Um, Josh, what was your sort of take on where we were? I guess any takeaways in general about this game?
1: Yeah, I I will say that I I feel like the game before this against Swope felt a little bit more cohesive, and it felt like a... That one was a little bit more fun to watch. The result was the same, but the the feel was a little bit more like we had a game plan and we could kind of analyze it a little bit better, and it didn't feel as frantic. Um, this game did have flashes of that, though. Um, yeah. I think I so I watched it twice. One time on my phone, like kind of like trying to watch a movie and watch it on my phone at the same time. That was a, <laughs> at a party type thing. <laughs> and uh, so that one I wasn't paying as much attention. I was just having pretty much just the emotions of like ah oh, we got scored on again ah oh, well, you know. Uh, but watching the second time, actually sitting down and knowing the result already in hand and knowing what to expect and just kind of be able to turn all that off and watch it. I did see a lot of play that seemed pretty good, actually, like a lot of linking passes that we kept the ball for a long periods of time um, in the second half, especially it looked better than the first half. Yeah. Uh, at first, when I was watching it live, I remember thinking that at the very end, when we had the substitutions in, Valeski and Velarde, I thought like, man, this is so much better. But really, I'll be honest, watch it that second time. It was on our side a lot of that, that the last minute. Like, they were trying to get the goal so badly, uh, Beth Steele was. So and it, it didn't feel, despite the fact that the whole game didn't feel like our defense was the greatest, especially that last 10, 15 minutes, that defense did not feel solid at all for us um but yeah uh brian james uh we we kind of come back to him uh, a couple times and i do think we're asking an awful lot of him uh the the fact that he is having to be the playmaker in the offense and then also getting back real fast and trying to you know be a fullback uh is kind of an issue and i feel like I don't, it's not that it's his fault because I think it's what he's being asked to do is a little bit above what he can do and what most people can do. Yeah. If that makes sense.
2: I think the other thing, and I think the other thing about that that I think is bothering me almost even more than James being pulled out of position, I think James being pulled out of position is then in correspondent asking a lot of Toby as well. And I think we – I think we're putting a lot on Toby's shoulders of saying you've got to kind of mark this whole side of the field. And I think there's been a couple times in this in – the, in the all three games where I've just seen him sort of lunge at balls and, and lunge at players and, and trying to kind of scramble for something rather than just being able to play a solid defensive position. And I, I think you, you, you could put center backs on – good center backs like Toby and Joe – you can put them on an island for a while and they'll survive but i think you 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 keep them on that island for a long time and and they're going to get exposed more often than not
0: and it may just be sort of the optics but i don't last year i felt like dover got much higher up the field much more often and at least in these first few games it feels like it's definitely james who's getting higher up the field um, and i you know I think you're right. I think that that is leaving Toby exposed a lot. I think that's a good shout. Um, It's With Dover not pushing as high, that gives Tommy V a little bit more coverage on his side. So, yeah, it's just interesting. I think, you know, last season it was, you know, shutouts through, you know, I I can't remember how many games. And I think we were on the opposite side of things. Like, okay, shutouts are great, but, like, when are we going to start scoring? And now it's the opposite, saying we're scoring. (laughs) When are we going to get a shutout? So, you know... Some of this is just us being Hounds fans that always want more, but uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. I think it's interesting because it's one of those things where if you were to ask the average fan what kind of game they would want to see, I think they would say a 2-2 game. I don't think they would say a 0-0 game. I feel like maybe we're a little bit different in the fact that you know we value that clean sheet more than seeing goals. So, like, us seeing a zero zero draw, it's like, you know what? We got the point, and we got the clean sheet. Win-win. <laughs> Where someone else would be like, I didn't see a single freaking goal, and it seemed like, you know, it was just a bunch of battles and no payoffs. So a 2-2 draw is a lot better for them. Um, and I, it's it's not that that's wrong. I, I do think there is a point to be made that, you know, this is supposed to be entertainment as well. That's why it's, you know that's why you have a crowd there (laughs) is for entertainment value. So there is something to be said about putting on a good show. Um, And I'm, I don't know if that might be in the thinking here is that we need more goals and yeah, it's going to put our off our defense in a tight situation where we might let in some goals, but the whole point is to score more uh, and that being the end result. And we're just not quite there yet. Uh, would you, I pose a question to both of you here. Would you be okay with that? If that was the, the game plan, if what Lily's looking for is a three, two win, not a 1-0 win. I mean, I think I would not be opposed to that,
0: but th- I think the argument is there that, or at least we made the argument last year that the hounds weren't generating a lot of chances, but that was okay. If you're not giving up any goals. But if we're going into every game, assuming we're going to give up two goals, I've, it feels like we're not getting enough chances to warrant giving up two goals. Like we're not the Red Bulls. Like that—that that was the thing with the Red Bulls last year. You could score on them at will, but if they—if you got—if you scored on them five times, they were going to score on you six, just because like that was the kind of offense they have. And I don't know if we're trying to morph into that sort of offense or not, but it just feels like we may not have the pieces in place to do something like that. And I could be completely wrong, but I think after years of this whole, you know, years, year of this whole like <laughs> defensive mentality, this is sort of how I think now. And um, yeah, Justin, yeah. how are you?
2: Yeah, I think, Uh, I mean, I think for me, like if you're, if that's the mentality, then I think the play, then you need to look at the players on the other side of the, you know, the other five players on the field. And I think, if that's the case, then I then I want to see Velarde from the start of the games. You know, I want to see Noah Frankie. I want to see some guys that are going to push the ball consistently. You know, I don't know, I don't. You know, Valesky. I don't. I don't know what happens on that end of the field. But I think if, if that's the plan on this back end of the field is like, okay, we're going to give up two goals, but we're going to push push the ball. Then I think we need some we need some different players who are going to push the ball, and that's where I think we're missing Francois quite a bit this season already.
1: I mean, we could have easily had three i mean we missed a pk for crying out loud we we had it right there in our you know clutches this could have been the 3-2 game easily uh with that opportunity missed so it's it's interesting because it's it feels like we've been saying this for the last couple games is there's a lot of opportunities that just went a little bit wide and it's even more so than last season and it's, it's feels like it's less that we're getting few opportunities that we're just not capitalizing on the plethora of opportunities that we're generating. So I could see this being a situation where Lily has, you know, found this new tactic and it's like, just almost ready to click.
0: Josh, forever the calming voice of reason (laughs) in the otherwise stormy seas of our emotions. Justin, you are, yeah, Justin, you mentioned Velarde.
1: Can we talk about that pass like two seconds in? <gasps> oh like, my just... word! <laughs> <laughs> if that would have gone in. If that that would have been <laughs> such a beautiful like, hey, you're just in. Last game you got in, you scored because of the PK. This time you got the assist right off the bat. I mean, so
0: in the last episode or last time we talked, I think we talked about you know should Velarde start, and I think Kevin was trying to make the argument like just let him be a super sub. I, for Louisville, what do we do? I mean, you're you're Lily. Are you starting him or are you trying to use him as a super sub? Justin, what do you think?
2: I don't want to say what I want to say, but <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Like I, I would like to see Kevin sit at this point and not because I don't like the way that Kevin Kerr has been playing this season. I don't, I, I actually like the way he's been playing. I just he's think, a great game. Yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah. had, he's had good games. I just think Velarde is a different type of player And I almost would like to see that from the start of games. Like, in that first 15 minutes when the pace is fast, people are trying trying to figure things out. I'm wondering if Velarde, even with the way he stepped into this game and his second touch of the game was this perfect, you know, curling pass right to Valeski's foot. I wonder if that being the start of the game, the first 15 minutes, if we get that, you know, fourth-minute goal at Louisville and, like, put the game back on their, you know, the pressure back on them to say, okay, we're up on you one, nothing at your house, like score on us. You know, like, I wonder if that creates a different game than what this, than what we've currently been having.
1: I mean, I can see that, but at the same time, that's what we got this game. And we, we scored literally in the fourth minute from Kerr (laughs) scoring that goal. And that didn't happen. Uh, So it's one of those things where I kind of, kind of see that, but we, we got the early goal and, Remember that uh, Vlardy didn't come in for Kerr. He came in for Dabo. Um, so this is going to be a situation where we see Dabo not being the start and uh, Vlardy be the start instead and have Kerr out there at the same time. So, so I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like Kerr, if it wasn't for that Miss PK, I think this would be you know, a, a praising show about Kerr and how awesome he is and how he's back and he's doing everything right because – he would have been two goals in and getting, getting us the win. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like
0: I don't know. I think I think you guys both make really good cases, but I almost wonder if we are going to say, okay, let's let's turn and be more attacking and and really put the pressure on and try to find more of those through balls and whatnot. If it doesn't make sense to move Forbes back to sort of where Dabo is, where he can pick up the ball and sort of see the field and make some of those longer threading passes through. And then you have Velarde sitting in front of him. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I do feel like this is not the same team as you know what started the first half of last year. It's a very different thing. And, Justin, this sort of segues into something that you were looking at after this game why don't you uh why don't you share some details and some things that you dug up here
2: yeah i was just thinking back i think after the game i was frustrated (laughs) um to say the (laughs) least um and but i was just thinking back to last game and I, i noticed a trend that i'm not happy with but i noticed it at the end of last season too but i think so in our last 14 games which include the playoff the playoff game so the last 13 games the playoff game or last sorry last 10 games the playoff game and then the first three games of this season nine times in those 14 games we've given up two goals so in and in that stretch 22 goals given up in total um and only one time we've won when giving up two goals and that was a 3-2 win um against Indy at home um and we're three four and seven in that stretch so I just I mean I feel like I don't know I mean that Indy game that started this trend I don't if you remember that one that was the crazy uh was it Forbes red card or Dabo red card that was crazy. And it was two bad decisions from Kirk of him coming out for really no reason and, and goals going in. Um, and then, you know, uh, Lind came back at some point in that stretch. Um, and now we're, you know, on this new season, but I think it's just, it's not a good trend for me. And I feel like in those first, so in the first 26 games of last season, we only gave up two goals three times. Um, a two-two draw with Tampa, a two-two draw with Cincy, and then the three-to-one loss to Cincy in the Open Cup. So I feel like I don't know. I mean, I I guess I understand. Like we want to push the tempo a little bit, we want to create chances, we're gonna whatever. But if that's at the cost of points, I don't know. That's where I start struggling quite a bit. <laughs>
0: I mean, the the 3, 4, and 7 in the last 14 games is really telling. I mean, you compare that to the stat that you had in the first 26 games where we were 12, 3, and 9. Like, that's that's a pretty big difference. Um, and I guess that that begs the question, you know, obviously we want to put butts in seats at high mark, And this may have absolutely nothing to do with this conversation at all, and we're just speculating here. But... If the idea is, well, we need more goals, so let's become a more attacking type team because we think that's going to put more more butts in the seats. Josh, where do you stand? Do you think that a more entertaining game, where we're drawing more often or losing, but but you're seeing a game that has five, six, seven goals in it in total, mm-hmm. is going to be more entertaining, get more people in seats, or is it going to be a one nothing win? that just sort of boosts us up the the ratings or is it somewhere in between
1: yeah it's somewhere in between because i i do think winning is important uh obviously in pittsburgh that's always the mantra is winning uh you know trumps all if we're winning we're getting uh respect in the city so yes winning has to be number one on the list how you do that uh that depends but i i do think a 1-0 win is long is better than a, a 2-2 draw or a loss like it doesn't matter how many goals you're scoring if you're losing no one's going to be happy with you uh in pittsburgh so winning has to happen personally for myself i would rather have that 1-0 win i feel like that is more it's it feels like you earn it and it feels like you you have more to gain with that win than a a 3-2 win um personally but i i do see a a valid point in having more exciting games um i remember when we first uh got lily a lot of people who are in the soccer twitter you know twitter sphere that we we hang out in uh we're like oh boy you guys are gonna have to deal with lily ball and it was a lot of negativity like i'm like well this guy's been to the playoffs every single year like he's he's had results but a lot of people are like yeah but well you have to sit through lily ball and it's like uh Coming from a team who was in thirteenth place, right. <laughs> like yeah, like I was a little, I was like, sure, give me Lily Ball. It's freaking better than what we have right now. Um, and I still feel that way. And I, I actually, feel like his his style of, of playing, uh, well, coaching, I guess, is more entertaining to me than what we had before. And I'm I'm completely satisfied with it. But I can understand people who are not. I see their point.
0: Justin, where do you stand on this?
2: Yeah, I mean. I mean, I agree a lot with what Josh said. I mean, I think wins are important and I think wins are wins are going to continue to put butts in seats. I mean, I think it doesn't, I think as a fan, you might want an exciting game. And I think a 3-2 or a 4-3 game feels a lot more exciting, uh, like during the game. But I think when you leave the game and you remember that your team won, you remember that the team that you went there to cheer on won, like it doesn't really matter what the score is it doesn't really matter what the game look like um because you remember that your team won the game and so I think I think it's more important that we get wins at this point and I just I as an aside to that I mean I sure hope that we're not changing our play style on the field for the fans in the seats like I hope I hope that this was a tactical decision based on the players that we got in the offseason and the players that we kept from last season and we said this play style works better for us and i don't maybe it is an ironing out process maybe it is something that three games in we can't decide whether it's working or not but i think for me like i i mean i hope that it eventually starts working i hope that our defense gets back together figures out how to cause some shutouts and we start getting some goals or we just start winning four three type games um but i just i want to win at this point
1: yeah, and I mean what game is it that we always talk about that is has uh, been idolized and all that stuff? It's Miracle on the Mon. It's a game where we won because we were down like five to three and we came back and scored a whole bunch of goals in the very last dying minutes of that game and won six to five. That's the game we talk about all the time. That's the, the you know, the moment everyone remembers and how spectacular it was. If we would have won one to zero that game no one would be talking about it. So, I mean, like, there is something to this as far as the excitement yeah. level goes. Now, I'm not saying like every game should be Miracle on the Mon levels of goals. I'm saying that, like, though <laughs> that was the drama, that was the excitement. And you have that more with a storyline where it's three to two or three to five or whatever than you do with a one to zero game.
0: I think for me, what's not disheartening, um, but it felt like at the, at the early stages of last season, we had a clear identity and it wasn't just, you know, apparent to fans in Pittsburgh. It was apparent to everybody in the USL. It was, if you're going to try to score against us, good luck. And so that was sort of who we were and whether people liked it or not, we were, we, if you got a goal, that was it because we averaged like half a goal against per game. Um, and so I think regardless, that was something that was, that was a source of pride. We knew, okay, we're not giving up any goals. Now we can try to move forward and see where we go from there. And, uh, and I think having an identity like that, something that people can, 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 um, attach themselves to and be proud of is, is really good. And I think on the opposite end of things, I mentioned sort of the Red Bulls. And if your identity is, we're going to put Four, five, six goals away against you, and we know you're going to score against us, then that's cool too. Like, we're just going to be this attacking juggernaut, and whatever happens, happens. But I think where I'm a little bit disheartened right now is that I don't know where we are. We're like, we're somewhere in between. Like, I think a lot of us fans still think of ourselves as we're this defensive juggernaut. And, you know, over the past few games, we're averaging two goals against per game. We're like, well, what's going on? And we start questioning things. And then Justin, you know, you bring up these great stats of like, this has been happening for a while now. Um, And so I think that haziness of what is this team actually, because Josh, like you said, Lily ball, you know, we sort of have the sense of what it is and now it's starting to come out. Well, maybe that's not what it is and it hasn't been. And what is this team going to become? And I think that's where I'm, I'm unsure of things with all of that in mind. What would you like to see this team become? Like, where Josh, this may not be what you were going to answer, so you're welcome to say (laughs) something else in the meantime. It it feeds
1: right into what I was going to say. I mean, we we come from Pittsburgh, the home of the steel curtain. I I think we can have a defense-focused team and be known for that, and be like renowned for that, and the city be cool with that. I mean, that that's that's fine as long as that is ironclad and that's what you have and you have to obviously at least get one goal a game one or two um but if if we're known as that steel curtain uh in soccer like that that's perfectly fine i feel like that will get butts in seats you just have to build that mm-hmm. identity around that and this whole thing that we're talking about like this is all speculation like this might still be the game plan and we're just not there right. yet um so i don't want to like people think like i'm completely abandoning the idea that lily is you know gonna play lily ball it's just if that is the plan i i could understand it but i do think having that mentality of defense first uh the uss greenspan and all that kind of stuff and like that's fine and that would work with us uh in the city i feel
0: as a fan if you had the choice between us at the beginning of last season where it was averaging half a goal against a game and you know maybe we'd get a goal versus Red Bulls where we're just going to outscore you and we're going to win 5 to 4 or we're going to lose 4 to 3 or whatever it may be which which identity would you prefer as a fan If I just had those two
1: options and those were your only options, which one are you taking, Josh? If I have to deal with nothing but draws, it's going to be the Red Bull style. If we are getting wins, it is the zero to one style because that is more, it's the same amount of points, but it's more earned. It feels better. But if if we're not getting as many points with the zero to zero, we're just getting a bunch of draws, then yeah, give me wild, crazy, fun time because at least then it's entertaining as well. I mean, the Red Bulls have made the
0: playoffs the past. How many years? They made it to the finals for how many years? Like, they get it done. It's not always pretty. Justin, which one of those are you taking?
2: I mean, I'm taking Lily Ball because it's controlled. Like, you're, you are controlling the game at that point. Like, I think you you have this idea of, like, I, think, I mean, I think the Red Bulls, yeah, they get it done, but it's, like, a late goal here, a late goal there, uh, five goals, and then the other team scores four to come back but can't quite get the fifth one in. I think that there's, like, it feels crazy and chaotic to me. I would rather know this is what my team's doing when they step on the field. Like, they're going to defend. They're going to win the game. They're going to draw the game if they don't win the game. Um, I like that a lot better. But I think, like Josh said, we need wins.
1: Yeah, if it ends in the same yeah. amount of points, I guess that would be the question. If, yeah. if at the end of the season yeah. we have the same amount of points, I, question, do we get a golden boot <laughs> if we are crazy fun time? <laughs>
0: This is, like, this is like asking for bonuses. No, like, no. Right? Well, the reason I'm asking this because
1: if, if we're getting zero one uh, wins, we're, we're probably going to get, like, Golden Glove and, like, the most, like, we're going to have a couple of stats in our favor that are going to be the best in the league. But Crazy Fun Time, the only thing we get is the same amount of points, and that's it. Like, okay, give me the better accolades on the other end of it but if you know what i mean golden glove is one thing but golden boot is completely different and uh having the most goals and that kind of stuff those are also fun accolades to have i, I it's, right. it's it's hard to say that you want lily ball over that <laughs> okay I'm, I'm
0: gonna i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna paint the picture here you go you can have us play crazy offensive ball and nico brett gets the golden boot or you can have shut down defense and and we'll say that Lungard gets Golden Glove and Greenspan gets Defender of the Year. Which one are you taking? Okay, so Lungard, not...
1: Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just... <laughs> we won't get into okay, that, Okay. But go okay. ahead. Okay. Oh, I... No, I mean, if it ends in the same result, I'm going to want the f- crazy fun time because it's going to be more entertaining. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it, whichever one is going to work for us is what I want, but honestly... Give me crazy fun time. We I we need T-shirts now, you know, that say "Give me crazy fun
2: time." But <laughs> I don't think I can wear those in public. But anyway, go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Justin. Which one are you taking? Uh, I I mean I'm just a, a Lily Ball. I think. I mean I don't I don't know. I mean it ends in the same way, exactly. so I don't. It ends in the same I don't way. care either way.
1: Give me more entertainment. All
0: right. I think I. I think for the entertainment value, if it ends the same way, then I'm probably taking crazy fun time, which we need to trademark that now. (laughs) It's it's officially crazy fun time. Um, Yeah, I think so. Although I think this is a very interesting conversation. and I'd be very interested to hear what you know, everybody that's listening has to say on this as well. But
1: if that's not our identity, um, if we if we are a Lily Ball and we are that, I will wear that badge with honor. Like I will not like yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh man. It's like no. If we can be the steel curtain of, of Pittsburgh soccer, cool. I mean, that's that would be so awesome to me, and it, I would yeah. love to build an identity around that and like have a dynasty like that. Like that would be cool. But if it's the same either way. And it gets people interested faster. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And like I said,
0: I think the tricky part is right now, I'm not seeing either. So it's just, (laughs) we're trying to figure out who we are. And we may never have, we may not get an identity. It may just be this chaos all season and we may just have to live with that. But again, it's
2: three games in. The other thought in this conversation that I've had the whole time is like, is it down to tactics or is this execution? Is it player talent? Is it like, there's all these questions for me still that I don't think have been answered. I don't think it's player talent. I feel like the talent is on the field. I like Forbes, Kerr, Greenspan, Toby. They've all proven that they've got soccer talent. They've got soccer IQ. They know how to play this game. They've done it before. You know, and so it's like, I don't think it comes down to player talent. So then it's like, is it the tactics that Lily's trying to instill? Or is it a execution of those tactics by these players at this point? I don't know the answer to that, but I'm hoping that it's execution and not tactics. I mean,
1: only two new players were on the field that that game, uh, this last game, uh, when we started out. Because, what is it, Dos Santos and Ryan James were the only new players, right? Because we had Adewale, Greenspan, uh, Tommy V, Dover... Uh, Kerr,
2: Forbes, Dabo and Brett. So So are you are you putting it down to execution then rather than tactics? I,
1: I mean, it, it has to be a mix. I don't I don't think the two players that were missing from last season that would've been in that lineup would have made this game completely different and we would have been uh, defensive powerhouses. You know what I mean? Like that can't no. be it cuz it's just no. two players that are different and one of them's an offensive right. player. So I mean, it's not Yeah. <laughs> it's not that big of a difference. Um right, so right. Uh, I mean, unless you really think that uh, who would have been for, instead of Ryan James, uh, uh, Lee, maybe. Uh, yeah. So that would be like yeah. the biggest difference. I don't think Lee was the linchpin of our uh, defense last year. So it it can't mm-hmm. be the players. It just I mean, it could be not as fit as they were last season. They're not in full game form, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, I guess the true answer is it's a combination of all of these things. But uh, what is it mostly? I don't. It's not the players.
0: But that's really interesting because I think you guys just talked me into thinking that this is a tactics thing and they're trying something new. Because in reality, considering the lineup, we could have said, go out and do the exact same thing as last year. And it would have been a one nothing win or a nil nil draw. And we wouldn't have had what we had here. But instead, we're leaking goals. And so that's not the case. So there there is something going on here, um, which is very, very interesting. <laughs> Guys, we we talked a lot about sort of this game and and what's gone on in the past few games. I guess were there any other takeaways that you guys wanted to touch on or anything else? I guess about these past three games before we sort of look ahead here to Louisville.
2: I don't have anything like, and that's where I like. I think I was I was pretty negative on Saturday night. Uh, I'll admit. I think you know Discord. You, you weren't alone. Don't <laughs> slack 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 saw that. You know, it's yeah. not like I'm not. Uh, I think I think like. I, I'm negative about the game. I'm not negative about the season. I think you're yeah. totally right, Josh, in that we've gotten two points on the road. We've gotten draws in two out of the three games that we're supposed to get draws in. You know, we have three home games in April. So, like, we'll see what, you know, we'll see what comes in this month and, and how we perform once we get back to Highmark Stadium. I, I think there's a lot of validity to that. I just think, like, we... And it's interesting because I think it's different as last year. I think the difference was, you know, eight, nine, ten games in. As I'm doing these preview shows last year, everybody's like, well, "What's your statement game? What's the statement game?" Um, I, I think we're looking for it again. Like, what? What's the statement game? And I think like we almost like transitioning a little bit to this game coming up. Like we almost have a chance for that statement game. And I don't think that's, that's not based on Louisville's form this season. That's just based on Louisville's history. You know, we have a chance to kind of make a statement, but like I would have liked us to make a statement at this point of like Swope, you're new to the East, but like, we're going to beat you. Like we didn't, we didn't get that one. Like Bethlehem, you're young. This is a bunch of kids. Like we're going to beat you. We didn't do that. So I think like, we've had chances for some statement games that we just haven't done it. But I think that's where I am. It's just kind of looking ahead at at that. But I, like I said at the beginning, like I'm not concerned about where we are in the table until game 10, 12, 15, you know, and then we'll see kind of where we are. Um, And even at that point you win 12 or 10 out of your last 15 games and you've just went up 30 points. So it's like, I'm not concerned about it at this point.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree. The statement game is going to be Hartford at home. Lily's saving it up, getting it ready. But before that, we've got a game this weekend, gentlemen, against the uh, reigning champs, Louisville, um, 7 p.m. Saturday. Louisville are 2 2 O after losing the Birmingham this weekend, 3-2. Um, I think surprisingly, you know, Louisville sort of, they at least last season they were very good at, tro- at controlling the game in the same sort of sense that we were where they they you know they took care of business defensively they would get a few goals offensively and they were all right and uh and they're in the same boat we are they've given up eight goals in four games so like goals to be had in this one josh are you at all i mean i think when we originally sat down we were sort of looking at the schedule i think a lot of us were thinking this was the game that if we were going to drop points it would probably be this one how do you feel about this one? I mean, obviously Louisville's got four games in. We got three games in. They're not looking like the class of the East that they were last season. So where, where, where's your head in this one?
1: I feel like it's all up in the air. I, the fact that they've they have this record right now, and it's not even like this is a home and away thing. Their away record is one and one, uh, and their home record is one and one. So I mean, it's exactly the same. It's they one loss, one win in both situations. So it it's not a Situation where they just play really good at home, um, which is encouraging because <laughs> uh, that was my original worry. I was like, oh man, watch them just like be great at home. Uh, I mean, that first game they played, they lost four to one against North Carolina FC, mm-hmm. and that was just whew, like that. That was an eye opener, I feel like, for them that this was not going to be as easy as they thought it was going to be. Uh, so I, I, this is definitely a game where I feel like we should at least pick up a point. Or we should have picked up a point. I don't even know if I would say at least, because I feel like winning is a different thing than picking up that point. I want to see, you know, after all that crazy fun time talk, I still want to see a (laughs) 0-1 win or a 0-0 draw, just to see that we can still have that in our arsenal and have that, you know, uh, be able to draw upon that at some point if we need to. Uh, I want to see those shirts they have in the stadium uh, that say Park the Bus are still applicable to bookable, that was what I was looking for, I think, uh, was, yeah. to uh, this team. So it would be nice. But, yeah, I, I feel like a point is definitely doable. Justin, how are you feeling about this?
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as Louisville, I mean, this is not surprising to me of, like, you lose your keeper who is always in the top, you know, three to five for, uh, you know, Golden Glove. You know, he's, he's Rin Jetsing was always there, was always a good... You know, and you lose him to to Orlando, I believe, uh, and then you talk about Cameron Lancaster going to to uh, Nashville. Nashville, and I think I think we're like you're talking about your like your two sort of statement players. I mean, that's it, it's like you lose the talent at both ends of the field, and then where is all of this going to come from? And I think I think that that is also just like in a statement of the USL as well that I think good teams will be good for a while but they have to continually replicate that and they have to continue to be able to bring and I think that's what make Red Bulls so interesting is they continually bring in these new players and I think Louisville just kind of sort of sat in this off season. I mean I, not that they did but like they sort of did and that they lost Lancaster while you know we're bringing in two new strikers Nashville's bringing in talent North Carolina is bringing in talent, you know, these teams are bringing in talent and I don't, I don't know that they replaced what they lost this past season. So I don't, I don't think it's a surprising. And so for, as the game goes, I mean, I think a two, giving up two goals in this game doesn't scare me as much. I think we have talent that we, we can score three, four against a a bad defense. Um, And I think that, that's interesting to me. I think this game could be very interesting as far as it could be a 4-2 Hounds win. It could be a 1-0 Hounds win. And it could be another 2-2 draw. You know, And so I'm, I, I think it is a lot up in the air, but I think it's a really interesting test for us to go on the road and experience this different sort of Louisville team that's not the vaunted team of the past.
0: Let's play this game again because we already played it earlier. We say the Hounds win this game. But your options are a one-nothing win or a four-two win.
1: What do you What are you more happier about at this point, Josh? I I think that one, uh, the one 0 win, just because of the fact that one, this isn't at home, so it, we're not trying to put on a show for our our crowd, uh, and two, it's it hasn't happened yet for us. So I want to see a clean sheet this season, uh, early on, to kind of like get that mentality going again, um, it, which is important. Um, that it, just a quick response to something that uh, Justin was saying earlier. Uh, one thing about Louisville is they've always been able to find that that golden boot striker uh, even before losing uh, their last one. Like uh, uh, Fondy was, uh, and then what was the other guy's name? Luke Spencer? Uh, yeah, he mm-hmm. was also golden. Like, it seems like they always get him. They always get that striker that is the golden boot winner. So that's why I, I was a little bit surprised, even though they lost their golden boot. It, they always seem to find another every season so
0: <laughs> yeah justin i'm giving you either one nothing or four two which one are you taking
2: uh do i get a keeper pick <laughs> <laughs> we know who's Uh store
0: <laughs>
2: i mean well if no it's, this, it, is, this
0: is interesting because if you do get a keeper pick go ahead yeah yes give me a keeper pick
2: uh so if it's morton i'm i'm taking one nothing i want him to to make a save this season, I want him to get like some confidence and and feel that uh, Lundgaard, I'll take a four-two. I'll take a four-two game. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I think he he made some saves against Swope that I think were were good saves that showed me his talent. Um, I think we like we've talked about his his like defensive breakdowns have happened um, for this team. So I I can't always put it on the goalkeeper as far as uh, uh, things that have happened. But I just I want. I that's what I think um I on the road I'll take a 4-2 every time I think we had a chance like you said Josh we had a chance to make this game this past game 4-2 5-2 you know if Valeski puts that one away if Kerr puts the penalty away you know we have that chance so if we can just convert those chances that we're getting I mean I think I'll take a 4-2 game too yeah
0: I think I'm um as as entertaining as a 4-2 game would be i think i would still walk away questioning what is this team's identity what are we yeah. whereas i think if if we if we come out with a one nothing win then at least it'll be like okay like maybe we're trying to get back to some you know defensive juggernaut type status and so that'll be encouraging so i think if if those are my only two options i'm probably taking the one nothing win personally that, that was sort of the, the game side of things. Let's do actual predictions here. Um, Justin, I'll start with you. How do you think this game ends up?
2: Uh, I mean, I really want to – I was thinking about this earlier today. I really almost want to play it safe and just say another 2-2 draw. <laughs> like I just think that that's thing. the way – That's <laughs> I think that's where we are as a team. Like I just don't know that our defense is in a place where we're going to keep balls out of the back of the net. Um, and I think it's, it's still hard to play on the uh, – that's a stupid field um you know and i just like um, i keep forgetting I, how
0: stupid louisville's field is
2: yeah i just like i so i just like don't i just don't see us going in there dominating either you know so i think like a 2-2 draw is my like actual prediction
0: is it weird that i am legit excited about louisville moving into a new stadium next year like i'm like excited for them i'm excited that we won't have to play on the crappy baseball field anymore like great great on them like good for you Louisville yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, okay Josh where are you at yeah I mean I was going to say 2-2 just because like I don't know <laughs> what to expect and that seems to be a predictable score line now for us uh at least a two goals being somewhere uh, but no I'm, I'm gonna switch I'm 2-0 we're gonna get another 2-0 score line but this time we're gonna be on the winning side of it instead of on the losing side of it from the first game uh so that 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 would be nice 2-0 I feel like if we're going to
0: come out of this with a clean sheet, I feel like it's it's going to have to be something that's tactically deliberate because I think what we're doing now just doesn't lend itself to a clean sheet. So I think if we want to make a statement and we want to say we're getting back to this, then you're going to see a system that is much more defensively oriented and you're not going to have maybe wingers that are flying up and down the field leaving us exposed. And so I think I'd love to see that. I think I'd love to see a 1-0 a I honestly, at this point, and this is just me personally, I'm just itching for the clean sheet, so I'd even take nil-nil in this game. But I don't, I don't think that's gonna. happen. I mean, considering that we've given up two, Louisville's given up two, I don't know if that's gonna happen. So. Yeah. something
1: else to keep in mind is, uh, so their last two games were at home, and both those games they scored two goals. Um, it just so happens that Birmingham scored three. So, uh, so yeah, they they've been scoring pretty well at home. Uh, away they've only scored what was it two goals uh in two games so it's it's gonna be a little bit harder to give that clean sheet i think uh with them being at home yeah
0: okay so then i guess i'll say two two <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know i would just love to get a shout out before we come home because i feel like i feel like the hartford game could really just open
1: the floodgates for us offensively which would be awesome um we have to win at yeah. home. Uh, that's that's the only thing. I like. Yeah, yeah. I know this game is coming up next, and like that should be what I'm focused on. But honestly, at this point, I'm just thinking that home game, and I'm thinking like we have to make a statement at home. We suck at our home openers. We always have. We need a statement game. Uh, I didn't tell you off the air. Um, I mentioned oh. to my kids how
0: they were like, "When are we going to the game?" And I was like, "It's in like two weeks." And my my middle child looked at me. He was like, "I'm in
1: it for the walking tacos." And I was like. <laughs> thanks kid he doesn't even listen to the show like he just yeah (laughs) i think uh the walkie talk has gotten mentioned at the watch party so i think that's probably where you heard it at yeah
2: that's awesome that's awesome
0: uh so that's what we think let us know what you think guys i guess anything else for this one before we wrap it up
1: i got nothing i'm just so anxious for this season
2: (laughs) i yeah i mean i think it's we knew it was going to be a battle starting four games on the road. Like, we know that's going to be a battle. You do that mid-season and, like, everyone's looking at that going, you're going to lose a couple of those games. So, like, doing it at the beginning. Of this, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it now and not a four-game road trip in the middle of the season. So, I'll take that. But I just hope we maybe can poach some points in this one.
0: Well put. That's what we think. Let us know what you think. I think that's it for us. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USO, and US Soccer. custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. If you're looking for more great Riverhounds news, head over to bgn.fm, click on the Hounds logo. There you'll find stuff that we post, stuff that others at BGN are writing about the Hounds, Eastern Conference, links to merch, all that sort of stuff. You can follow us on Twitter, at Mongols, emails at mongols at mongolspot on Instagram. Head over to iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave us a review, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We love the the reviews and the feedback. Um, It helps to sort of shape the things we talk about. So please go leave a review. Uh, Otherwise, let us know what you thought about this one. And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers.